fetch your earbuds, and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in-show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. It's a dog's life with Angela Ardolino. And Hernando Yamada. So I am like kind of have like a major girl yeah, crush this is on a our big guest one. today. This is and a big one for you. Yeah, she was, you know, I had to basically stalk her for months. <laughs> and um, I was stalked her before she even knew I was stalking her. <laughs> and the reason I stalk her is because I feel like she's my sister from another mister or something that uh, when I met and read, first of all, when I read her and watched her videos, I was hooked. Um, I found her, I'm pretty sure I found her on Dogs Naturally. And basically, the search started on me trying to find a way to balance my old man's gut, my little mm -hmm. baby schnauzer, Odie, I call him a baby, even though he's 13 years old. And he hit that age where, you know, it was time to change the diet and get everything right and went down that, you know, black hole of probiotics and prebiotics and digestive enzymes okay. and all of that. And when do I need to add them and when do I not and how not to give them too much. And I could tell that it reminded me a lot of our market, of yeah. our CBD, of where you know that there is a clean source uh, a trusted source and just like anything worth having you've got to search for it and take the time to research these companies yeah someone who's oh. actually doing it right with a science behind it and and can explain it to, yeah it's just i mean it's been amazing or you know find something that's missing in the market mm -hmm. and fulfill it and fulfill it with passion and interest and be as exciting about discovering new ways um, and you love the branding too. <laughs> of course. I mean, the name of my groom shop is Beautify the Beast, which is so funny because sometimes I get people go, how can you call them beast? And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I mean it in the most loving way ever. <laughs> so she beat me because her company's called Adored Beast and we might as well welcome her instead of just talking about her. We have Julianne <laughs> Lee from Adored Beast, the founder. Welcome and thank you so much Yay. for joining us. <laughs> thank you. I know it's been like back and forth and you have to do it and I know I have to do it. And it's like, finally we're here. It's like amazing. I finally here, but I mean, also you had to fight against the 300 CBD companies, reps, I'm sure that have been hitting you up and uh, finding yeah. someone who's actually trustworthy and doing it right and, and that's a whole journey on itself so i'm glad this finally connected and happened well i think i think it's like what angela said right like i've sat through a million um lectures on cbd and i've read a thousand different things on it and i've looked into even the back end of it through with my lawyer because canada has a very different law than than the u.s does so when i saw your lecture there's nothing like being in front of someone or watching a video where you can get someone's energy you know it's like it's, i think i think as a woman that's you know and and does what i do um there's there's such a you get a vibe that you you know like your spicy sense come up and go oh no there's just something wrong or oh no 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 there's like something to this right, right? yeah 
And, you know, that's kind of what I was used to try and teach my clients with, for my patients is like, you know, your dog better than any vet, you know, your dog better than I know your dog, you, you know, your dog or your cat or your horse or your pig, I don't care what it is. And you've got to, you got to pull from that and believe that you, that you understand it, right? Like we all have that sense, yeah. but we've, it's been removed from us, you know, because if you're that powerful that you can actually know when something's right or wrong, then you don't get sucked down that corporate road as much, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And you, yeah. so you were the first holistic veterinary practice in Canada? Yeah, the first licensed licensed holistic veterinary hospital. Okay, so I know yeah. we don't have three hours, but tell me how the no, heck I know. <laughs> did you get to that? I mean, the struggle. I mean, I, you must think by this time that you can take on anything. Nothing scares you anymore. If you are passionate and you know something, a message needs to get out or study needs to get out, you just do it now. Nothing stops you because I can't even imagine being the first. I mean, it was difficult. It was really hard. Like I went to the law, when I went to my lawyer, I had to go and get, you know, we went through a big thing and, and finally I had to go and get a a big time pit bull. They used to call him lawyer. And (laughs) he, he was, but he thought I was insane. You know, he didn't, he didn't believe in what I was doing, but he was a really good lawyer. Good. Um, So much so that I had to second mortgage of my house. It costs almost $250,000 to, to go through what I went through to get, to get it licensed. Wow. And, um, I think, I think what I, what I know is like, when you say it, when you say to me, you know, you're not afraid to do anything. I think that whether I'm afraid or I'm not afraid, it's that, 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 that knowing if I know I have to do something, then I have to do something. And I feel like in hindsight, all what I went through, like I almost had a nervous breakdown going through all of this, right? Like it was intense and it was for, you know, went on for like two and a half years. Like it was a long time. And, um, but in hindsight, it's the best thing that ever happened to me because I didn't want to be a vet hospital, right? right? I just wanted to be this little cool referral clinic that all the vets could send people to. And I would just do the holistic stuff. And then I would send them back to their vet clinics and da, 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 da. But because they made me do everything that they made me do, I was a lot more respected in my field. So I got to work with universities and, you know, oncologists from all over the world. And, and, you know, it in, in high, and, and I got to do all my own stuff. And I had, you know, my, my super, like the vet, I had to have a, a, a supervising conventional vet and he was just like a godsend. I always say that he probably was like a, like uh, he was older than me, but I, I'm sure he was a reincarnated animal in his life because <laughs> we just, you know, bonded right awesome. away. Okay, so how did you go yeah, from that to to creating Adored Beasts products? Um, it was kind of little bit by little bit. So I started off with this tiny little hospital, and then within two years, I had a seven thousand square foot full service clinic, <laughs> which, you know, scopes and the high, you know, highest end surgeries and board certified surgeons and radiologists coming in on a weekly basis. And we had rehab center and the whole nine yards. And I started really compiling a lot of data, like with blood work and whatever. 
But I, for the very first couple years, I was really like the end stage person to go to. If you can't fix my dog, if you can't fix my cat, if you can't fix my horse, they're going to be euthanized. I can't, you know, I have no money. I've spent all my money in this. Like for the first few years, I was like the last resort. That's what I feel like. That's how I am in Tampa. Yeah. Go to that weird lady that does the cannabis stuff. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. So, but what I started seeing, because I had so many cases, right? Like I had like aggression that was like so bad that they had to be muzzled and like dangerous aggression. I had cancers and skin diseases and like just like serious stuff. Mm -hmm. And what would happen is I would be treating them for whatever was going on. And what would happen at the very beginning is um, um, all of a sudden I would, you know, because I was putting them on raw food or whatever, or, you know, what something they would have, ultimately always have a GI upset, right? And I had a protocol in my clinic for GI upsets, which were things like slippery elm and really, really good probiotics and like all of this stuff. And I just called it like my diarrhea or my GI protocol or whatever. Mm -hmm. I would do that with them. And then their symptomatology of their other diseases would get better. So their cancer would go into remission faster. (laughs) Their skin would start to get better. They would become less aggressive till finally it was so empirically proven to myself. I started going, okay, what the heck is going on with gut health? Mm -hmm. And this was 20, 20 years ago, right? Like what is happening here? So I just always say, then I fell into my my poop fetish, right? Where I just all I just became like, oh, I want to learn more about poop. I want to learn more about the gut. I want to learn more about everything, right? Like it was like not very sexy, but anyway, it, was, it is what it was. It is what so it is. It is. So after years and years of doing it, my receptionist just in my 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 vet techs and everything, because I would make it up for each individual animal. So they can't. They finally said, you know what? Like you're we're making up a lot of this formula. Can we please just make it up in a big batch so that it's easier for us to do that? And I'm like, okay. And then one day someone said, why don't you, why don't you formulate this and put it on the market? Because this is saving animals. Mm -hmm. So I started, I was just like crazy busy and I had two clinics and this was like my third clinic. And then I started teaching uh, a three-year postgraduate veterinary holistic veterinary medicine program Wow! and then I was burnt out like I was just like done and my doctor said like you need a sabbatical you need to do something because you're just gonna Mm -hmm. you've been on call for 15 years wow so I thought you know what I've graduated all these veterinarians I've done all of this stuff there's people that if I move away from my clinic now there's people that can take my place right? Like they can, I don't feel like I'm leaving my patients in the lurch. Right. So I moved, I sold everything, moved out to this farm and started formulating the products like on a mass level and trying to figure out how I was going to do that. And it took a long time because when I would do it at my hospital, I would go to like Guy Gardens, like total wildcrafted organic, family-owned business for like ever in Vancouver and I would buy all my stuff from them when I came out here and I started looking at manufacturing I couldn't find one 
single company that I, I felt know, comfortable it's doing. crazy. <laughs> Not one. And my business partners, I thank God for my business partner, Dion, because he was so incredibly patient and understanding. It's like, no, I still haven't found someone. Well, what about all these amazing manufacturers? They do this product and this product and this product. And, you know, this is their brand and that's their brand. It's like, I don't, I can't, I can't use them. Well, we're going to take a minute and go to break and we'll come right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Yo, 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 this your boy TJ, Shrinad James. You're listening to Dr. Bina on Cannabis Confidential. LA, what up? People were so excited to see you supporting our industry, and it's so important to see people who are mainstream, who are out there, that people look up to. That was my first one ever going to, so that was definitely a big deal for me. It's not just, oh man, just come smoke a bunch of joints. It's a lot of science into it. It's way more interesting than a lot of people might think who look down, per se, on what we enjoy. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really One Toke Over the Line. And I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hem Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, welcome back to It's a Dog's Life. So I'm loving, I'm loving how we, listening to your story, how we have you know, we've had the same growing pains and problems. Um, you know, I remember trying to go, I remember saying, okay, I know the power of a full spectrum medicine. I understand that I could put these other essential oils. It's going to work so better, so much better. So I thought all the hard work, of course, was going to be a finding a um, organic farm and it to grow our seeds and grow our plants and, you know, harvest them correctly. No, it was trying to find the essential oils a pure source in the U.S. for the essential oils. And that held up more than 
anything and you do, you think, oh, it's so easy. Of course, essential oils are everywhere. And you're like, oh, no, no. So I totally get no. it. So when did you launch your first product? And like, how did you do? Did you do the testing? All the testing was done at your clinic? No, all the all the formulas, all the formulas were clinically tested at my at my hospital for years, right? And that's mm -hmm. the other cool thing is that a lot of people don't know this, but for animal, like natural animal medicine, you can uh, medicine, supplements, probiotics, prebiotics, it doesn't matter. You can basically just say that that's what your business is, make sure that they're all, you know, recognized safe ingredients. And you can say that, here you go, here's, here's the product without any kind of testing or clinically you know, researched or anything like that. So I, we finally found what I actually wound up getting was um, I went to a company that I heard about that was close to where I live. And she was a naturopathic doctor that was in the same boat as me 15 years prior, where she was trying to find products for her patients and didn't, couldn't source what she wanted. So she started making her own, her own stuff for her. And then she grew and grew and grew and she doesn't sell to the public. She only sells to naturopathic doctors. Awesome. So she formulates stuff and sells them to naturopathic doctors. Right. And so I went to her and what I loved was that I could actually talk one-on-one -on -one to her, right? Like I could actually talk to the person that actually did the product and helped source the thing and whatever. Awesome. And, um, so we launched our first leaky gut protocol um, four years ago, I guess, four years ago, three and a half years, three and a half years ago. Wow. And, um, and then just, and I, and everyone's like, why would you do a protocol? Like, why would the first product that you launch be a protocol, like a box that's a hundred and whatever dollars it is, I don't even know, with five different products and da, 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 da. And it's like, cause if that's you don't, the way you do it. That's yeah. how you have to do yeah. it, right? Like this is what we have to do. It's just, um, I don't know. Like uh, I, I just got a text from my assistant. It was five years ago, but I don't think <laughs> we, that's when we started it. I don't think we actually started selling it till about four years ago. I right. think that's when it first came on the market. But anyways, whatever, not that long. Time and, flies. Um, time flies. <laughs> and so it's just, it's just continued to grow, right? So then. Um, we did that. And then I started doing a, a yeasty beast protocol. And then I was teaching about, um, leaky gut at the, that university in uh, PI here. And this super smart girl said to me, like a vet said to me, so is it true that all probiotics that we use are human strains and species and human researched probiotics and I for animals and I said yeah it is and she said you know I love this concept but I don't under like I'm agreeing with you and I can't wait to use this stuff on my patients and whatever like I don't mean I wasn't talking about adored beasts I was talking I was teaching them about gut health right right, right. so that's what I was teaching and she said but I don't understand why we don't have species oriented probiotics why is that and I said because no one's done them it's that simple. No one's ever researched it and no one's ever made it. And then I'm sitting there going, oh gosh, there goes my, <laughs> my house, there goes this, there goes that. But she was right, right? And I said, you know, empirically, we know that human probiotics work for, for dogs and cats. And we know that. I've seen right. 
huge differences and amazing things happen with it. But then we're at this point now with the microbiome that we need to step up the plate, right? So, or lift the, whatever that's called, raise the bar. And, and that's what I, that's what I wanted to do. So I'm working with a company that is focused on species, species specific. So we took canine feces and formulate, uh, fermented it and created a probiotic, looked at 11 strains, chose two strains that we know do way different things than human strains do. It's amazing. And in that, which is so cool, because we're, we're all like totally raw fed feeders, and I'm, I'm a very big raw fed component, but we're all being slammed about Salmonella, um, Clostridium, and E. coli being zoonotic to people right like in right. or or the 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 co-infection of it of it infiltrating into people right but with the study with this with this probiotic study and these particular strains they inhibit the growth of those of those they it's we've proven in in the in the lab research and in the animal research that those particular bacterias cannot reproduce when they're eating this probiotic, right? Awesome. This, this strain. And we also know that it stays in the gut because the acidity is different in a dog's gut than it is in a person's gut. So we've proven now, we can say without a shadow of a doubt that it stays viable from here till they poop it out. Um, and then the other thing was its ability to modulate the immune system. So what's happening now is that, that probiotics are becoming, in my opinion, too trendy. Right. And we're over, we're over, I call it the overcultured canine. We're giving too many probiotics and we're not giving the right, we're, just because it's natural doesn't mean that it is, you know, without paying attention, right? We, we, right. we make things way too, it's just like your CBD being full spectrum. Right. We compartmentalize natural medicine way too much. We think right. we know more than nature instead of looking at nature and going, okay, Let's how does nature it. do it? Right. You know, like how does nature actually, I think she knows a little more than we do. So um, this, this probiotic actually has an immune modulating effect. And there are so many autoimmune diseases that it, that, you know, that's why we're using prednisone so much. So this has the ability to, if the immune system goes down, it can bring it up. It goes up, it can bring it down without the use of steroids. Right. Awesome. So the gut is just, fascinating and we know we you know it's i'm happy that there's so much out there i'm happy but i'm also very leery because we're being a lot of people that don't know are being led mm -hmm. down by incredible advertisements and that was going to be what i was going to say is like i you know i have two separate sets of friends right now truly i have like this incredible community that i found with you guys and then i have my new york city friends and i start getting into the whole of how do i educate slowly <laughs> on all these things and it's hard it's hard because you're getting told the complete opposite by their vets and they've been trained to do this and that and it's been a, it's been a really big struggle for for me of how to slowly introduce one by one um mm -hmm. and, and we know that the um immune system lives in our gut and it lives in our pet's guts. Um, I know that a lot of problems start when dogs become seniors and geriatric, but how would someone um, be able to recognize 
even if they're feeding their dog a raw diet, that they may have an imbalance. And if they do, what would be their next step? To me, there's nothing that has a healthy gut that has, unless you've been working on it, because especially dogs and, and animals, I shouldn't say that because there's lots of people that eat white processed food. And when their babies are born, their babies are probably born with really poor gut health as well. Mm -hmm. It's passed on, right? right? So if the mom is eating um, dry food and she's being over vaccinated and she's, you know, she's, she's compromised in her gut health to the puppies will be right. So, so for me, it, it's important to not overdo it, but it's important to look at it because an unhealthy gut shows up in ways that are, has nothing to do with guts, right? It shows up in skin disease, arthritis. I love that you uh, brought up behavior. It's so true. Behavior, everything. And when you look at it, this is what I say. So it's like, it's like, like leaky gut syndrome. Let's just use that as an example. Um, you have a German shepherd in, in their DNA, in their history, they have hip dysplasia, right? Well, instead of getting hip dysplasia when they're 12, they're getting hip dysplasia when they're five. Right. Or unless they have collapsing, if like little chihuahuas, they're getting collapsing trachea when they're nine or 10, they're getting it when they're three. So, so things that may, have, may be attributed to their breed come on, come on really quickly. And autoimmune diseases are a primary, primary underlying cause for autoimmune is leaky gut syndrome. Well, we're going to take another break and we'll be right okay. back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. 
Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Welcome back to It's a Dog's Life. Okay, so we we want to learn more. We want to make sure we pick the right products. We want to make sure to know when um, our dogs need these products. I know you also have amazing products for, you know, if your dog needs support for its liver. Um, and I know you have a wonderful phyto. I take the liver energy. tonic. <laughs> I know you take the liver tonic. Um, and and so, the phyto synergy. Uh, yep. Uh-huh. And the phyto synergy. <laughs> sure do. I'm glad you know my regimen. <laughs> um, so t- tell us just a little bit about the phyto energy, phyto synergy. I know that the phytos flora is the one that has the uh, canine fecal matter in it also, which yeah. is basically giving your dog a fecal transplant, which we have talked about before in this Many show. Many times. Yes. Um, my dog went through it. It was amazing. It was a wonderful way to transition to a new diet. Um, it's funny, people don't think there, there's any repercussions. Um, you know, we have somebody right now who's uh, using our one of our salves to get a, a, rid of a tumor on her dog's paw, and it's dying in front of her eyes, and she is freaking out. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. Your dog's also going to go through some things, some diarrhea, some scary stuff's going to come out of them the first time you really give them what they need, because they really, it's almost like a cleanse, like you're doing a human cleanse, and the stuff that comes out of, that came out of Odie scared the hell out of me, but now he is the best <laughs> in the world. Um, so, Julia, tell us where we can find, um, I loved watching your videos, I know other people love to mm-hmm. read, where can we find out more information that we can follow you? get more information about our dogs and find your products. Um, probably the best adoredbeast.com. Great. Right? It's like you can put in adored beast apothecary, but it's also, you can just put adoredbeast.com in it. Um, but online or not online, YouTube is adored yep. beast apothecary or Julianne yeah, Lee. There's lots of videos. Yeah. And um, the thing about the phytos floor just quickly so that people don't get freaked out the difference between a fecal transplant is actually poop, right? Whereas the phytos flora, the poop has been turned into a probiotic. Awesome. So it doesn't, the, 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 the safe, not safety, but the reaction that you're talking about mm-hmm. is much less, right? It's, it's, it's a lot slower, you know, and, and more um, like a much deeper, slower, way of giving it for okay. people that are worried about doing fecal transplants. Fecal transplants are amazing. Don't get me wrong. Right. Um, but when, when they're doing the, the probiotic, it's not as, it's not as intense. Cool. Right. So I In did a, way. I did a fecal transplant with animal biome on Odie. Yeah. She's amazing. Holly's yeah. incredible. Yeah. With Holly yeah. Gans. So we, I did through that and now we do maintenance with your products. Um, so how would, is it, would you recommend basically even at a year old to start them on a, a probiotic, a prebiotic? How do they do? I know you like to recommend changing them up. Could you explain that real quick? Well, okay, really quickly. I'm, okay, I, I don't, I don't, no, no, I'm just trying to be aware of your time. Oh, that's but okay. I, I, um, I don't believe anything should be on anything for long periods of time, right? I think that, that even though the gut is our foundation the rest of our body 
and the gut communicate. So everything has to be functioning ultimately. You can't go, I'm just going to look. And that's what's happening, right? Everyone's like a gut, 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 gut. Right. We're forgetting about the liver. We're forgetting about the kidneys. We're forgetting about the lungs. It's like, hello. <laughs> you know, everything is, this is what I'm saying. Like we can't compartmentalize it. It's all, it's all part and parcel. It doesn't, and I'm, I am like the gut queen. So I'm saying that, yes, it's important, but everything, all of our other organs are important as well not just the gut. So um, what I did is every single one of the powders that have pre and probiotics in it, I've formulated it that it will support a different physiological component of the animal, right? So that, so let's say you're doing um, gut soothe, right? So you're supporting all the um, smooth muscle. So the lungs, the gut wall, the bladder wall, um, the sinuses, it's amazing for pugs and things like that, that have a lot of inflammation in their sinuses. So it's a, it's a smooth muscle, anti-inflammatory along with pre and probiotics, right? So you're, you're, you're focusing on that. Then you're going to go to, um, healthy gut, let's say which is our digestive enzyme. So no matter, even if, were you at the thing that, that raw, the thing where we're all well, the vets were sitting at the counter and people were asking them questions and they were like, mm -hmm. so enzymes are important whether you're on raw or you're on dry right. because, because we don't, aren't allowed legally to put in raw dog food, what needs to go in it in order for it to digest correctly. So we need enzymes. So then you can move into the enzymes with the pre and probiotics. And then you can go phytosflora and phytosflora has organic soil based minerals in it as well as everything else. So we're looking at cells, we're looking at digestion. So when you rotate them, you're kind of going here, your body, here's some for this and here body. Now there's something for that. So, so that it's, and it's easy to do. You don't have to follow anything. You run out of, run out of a jar and you go into the next jar. Right. So I try to make it, I, I did a functional medicine course. I try to make it super simple for people, but that's, but the phytoplankton, you were asking me about phytosynergy. That for me is, is a, it's a food. So it's kind of something that I would go stay on it. However long you want to stay on it. I don't consider it as a, a supplement. I consider phytoplankton a food. And how did and you find how did you find a pure source? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even know what it was, right? I was I was starting to get really freaked out about feeding fish oil for ethical reasons. And um, there's numerous other reasons now that I don't like it, but specifically for ethical reasons. And um, I found out that phytoplankton is the reason that fish have omega-3. So if fish didn't eat phytoplankton, fish would not have omega-3. Mm -hmm. So I started researching it more and more. And that's like, oh my gosh, everything that's coming from oceans, everything that's coming from any water source is so contaminated, even like acid rain, like in, in lakes. And like, I was like, oh my, how am I going to find this now? Right? right. So again, I started looking at it eight years ago like trying to find a really good, no, God, my gosh, see, that's what I mean. So six, seven, like 10 years ago, I'm like lost in time. Too long ago. <laughs> I'm still like 25. You know? um, so, so I finally found a source that 
what they do is they take it from, it, it really proliferates. So it grows like a, like crazy, crazy, crazy. So I didn't want to take it from the ocean because I didn't want to decrease the food for the fish and the whales and the turtles and everything. So it's grown on land. It's grown without hydro even because it's grown in a country where there's heat, right? They take ocean water and they filter the ocean water from all the heavy metals so that it's clean, like it becomes really clean. Mm -hmm. They feed the phytoplankton, the ocean water that's been cleaned, and then they take the water that's cleaned and they put it back in the ocean. So it's this like incredible, wow, synergistic, ethical, totally. And I chose my own strains. My mine strain is like a, a proprietary strain. That's and I hot. Bake- you need like a t-shirt with just your strain across your your chest. <laughs> <laughs> we want to say we we want to have a t-shirt that says full spectrum. Bitch. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, just like put just put terpenes across our chest, you know, lemonine. It would make people ask what the heck it was. I know. Thank you so much for finally finally coming on and letting us uh, talk to you. You know what? I wouldn't be here if I didn't believe in your business and your product, right? And that's why I've been like dragging my heels because (laughs) it's like I'm very careful. I'm very, very, very careful. Like I wish the best to everybody out there. And I think everyone's doing their best. Right. But when I want to associate myself with anything, I want to be sure that it follows my philosophy. And I felt the same way about you. So thank you so much. I feel the same way about you. And I'm so glad um, that we know each other now. And thank you so much for making these incredible products. Get a room. Get a room. (laughs) 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 My God. (laughs) Ridiculous. Enough with this gay stuff here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you later, sweetheart. Bye. Bye. Thanks. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.